Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Well, happy Friday to you. Welcome to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff. I am the host of the show. I am so glad you could be here with me today. Folks, I just got to come clean with you on some stuff and tell you how I'm feeling. Um, and I'm going to use some examples of, uh, of some things. And, and I have some, the show changed literally five minutes before coming on air because I was sent a, a couple things that I want to read to you as well. And I think they really will help prove my point in all of this. Uh, but first... You know, I just uh, was glancing at the verse of the day, and it is certainly worth sharing to you. Uh, it is from Isaiah chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from my sight, stop doing evil learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, obtain justice for the orphan, plead for the widow's case. And ladies and gentlemen, that is one of the most wise verses in the Bible. Well, there's so much, obviously, but the wisdom for today is in that verse. And when I say today, I mean this year. <laughs> it's all right there. In fact, let me let me just read that one more time. A repetition is good, and I really want you to hear this. And I'm going to encourage you to meditate on this verse later on. Isaiah 1 16 to 17, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean. This is spiritually speaking. Remove the evil of your deeds from my sight. That's thus saith the Lord. Stop doing evil. Learn to do good. Now there's an implication there. You are doing evil. He's saying stop. Learn to do good. That means it doesn't come naturally to us. We live in a sin vessel. We must learn to do good and we need to practice it. Seek justice. Don't trust the justice of this world, folks. You're going to see that in today's program. But no that the Lord is just and he will bring justice. So we seek him who is justice. Rebuke the oppressor. In this case, obviously, spiritually speaking, we rebuke the devil. We ask the Lord to rebuke the oppressor. But we can rebuke the tyrannical governments and corporate entities who are partnering to enslave you even further. 
Obtain justice for the orphan and plead for the widow's case. We are called to look out for those who are weaker than us. And I'm speaking mainly to men there. Real wisdom in that word. So the theme of today's show is <laughs> you're being screwed by all sides. And, uh, you know, that, that song, Dirty Laundry, it's a, it's widely accepted as exposing the mockingbird media, the news, but you have to understand it was written by a Luciferian named Don Henley. And he's definitely a Luciferian. Just, just listen to his song, The End of Innocence. And I, I've even exposed, you know, Hotel California, other things like that on the show. But the, in the chorus or part of the chorus, it says, kick them when they're up, kick them when they're down, and kick them all around. And that is what is happening to the general population. Where do you get your information? Well, <laughs> there's not much choice. Newspapers aren't really a thing these days. So you tend to get it from a screen, either a TV screen or your social media screen or internet. And what is TV and what are these screens? They are programming, folks. It's all programming. We condemn, you know, myself as being a podcaster, I condemn the mainstream media because they're so blatantly lying and misleading and have been all of our lives. It's become extremely apparent now. But unfortunately, when we've looked for the alternatives, you know, Satan's playing the long game, folks. You know, it's not like the internet surprised them. Just, just think about it for a moment, please. Was the enemy surprised? Was the CIA surprised that we would start communicating on social media and exposing these people? Who do you think invented social media? Why is it created to be addictive? If it's addictive, is it good? Now let's just consider the numbers. You know, when you take the major networks and all their employees, there's tens of thousands for sure. And many of them make a really great salary. But do you think it's possible the three-letter agencies would pick who would be their influencers. You know, on the alternative right media, so they call it, why are they called influencers? Huh? Maybe they could be influencing your programming. Have you stopped to consider 
If I wanted to be successful, well, first of all, I would have sold out and I have loosely shared the story publicly. I have uh, shared it privately with many of, uh, of my admins and people close to me. Um, I was offered, yep, about two years ago, I was offered and the number was in the millions over a few years. I said, no, folks. And by the way, they made it look really good. I could still preach Jesus. <laughs> and I would have a big audience. I'd be doing speaking dates all over the place. Oh, yeah. You just got to line up. And you know what? There's so many people who would just simply justify it. Well, I get to tell mostly truth. <laughs> or I get to tell people what they want to hear. What you want to hear. Even without taking a deal, if I wanted right on radio's numbers to go way up, all I have to do is tell you what you want to hear. Tickle your ears. And in fact, I know for a fact that would work because Matthew 24 tells me that. People are vying for information that tickles their ears. Oh, here comes Nasara. <laughs> You're not going to have to work. You're going to have all the money in the world because you were robbed and it's owed to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, folks, I bought into it for a little while. I really did. You know, I'm fortunate that, uh, first of all, I'm fortunate that I'm able to do this full time now and uh, unfortunate at the same time because it's painful. But you know, I was speaking with my uh, with with someone real close to me yesterday, and we in this community are so blessed. You have no idea. I look at other podcasts and other shows. They don't have what we have, folks, and it's not because of me. It's not. But the Lord has really knitted together. We have a highly intelligent, God-fearing community that is not easily fooled. We have love. We have kindness to each other. And we have a thirst for the truth. And ladies and gentlemen, in today, where we're at, this is the greatest blessing. You know, obviously it would be great to have a hundred thousand of us like-minded, but you know what? Just to have as many as we do, 
and almost all of us are like-minded, and I'm not talking about a hive mind or anything like that. You know, often before, I didn't mean, I didn't intend to do this personal stuff. I honestly didn't, but, you know, almost every time before I go live or before I record, I pray, Lord, this is your show. This is your community. Bring in the ones that you would have. And he's faithful and true, and he's proved it. He's proved it. We just pray and believe. So most of your favorite podcasters are uh, are bought and paid for, folks, in many different ways. One of these days, we've been connecting the dots for a couple of years now. I have a team working on it, believe it or not. Um, almost everyone is connected. And what you will find out, and this will be the great disappointment for many, because you've put your trust into a lot of these people. Uh, what you're going to find out is that most of them have criminal records. And they probably saw it as a second chance in some ways. Others just do it for the money. Other, Everyone has their own reasons. But you're being played. And they're giving you all kinds of information. And I, I just, I'll, I'll pick on two stories to start off with. The, probably the two biggest stories right now. Obviously, the Epstein papers have come out, and uh, that's the talk of the town. It's even made it on to mainstream media. Not to the depths that it is on alternative media, but that's not unusual. You have to, they have to have reasons to steer people to alternative media, because, you know, the uh, Mockingbird media has to go down. Dark to light, folks. It has to go down eventually, or transition significantly. But, you know, the names that were on it weren't a surprise to us. We had the flight logs years ago. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows they're all involved, all this stuff. But please understand, you would not know this unless they wanted you to know it. And when I say they, those who are pulling the strings behind the psychological operations, namely the three-letter agencies, and just so you understand, maybe there's some new people here, the three-letter agencies have never worked for the people. They never have. They weren't created to do that. The three-letter agencies are essentially the army of the elites, and they work hand-in-hand -hand with the United Nations. And then you look at the lower-level three-letter agencies like the FBI. That's just the cleanup crew for the bigger three-letter agencies, folks. They were never there for you. 
But the bigger three-letter agencies, they're the ones running the psychological operations. They're the ones employing all the alternative right media and stuff like that. If you think a guy like Joe Rogan or a guy like Russell Brand or even some of those ones that, you know, are really big that say that they're Christians. Folks, they're not with you. They're all bought and paid for, and you can tell by their moves. When you see patterns, you know it's an operation. So right now, with the Epstein stuff, it's all coming out. And, as I said, there it is planned, and it's by design, that you know this information. Now, the people who were on the alternative right and things like that, they thought, oh, we're good researchers. We got it. And we've been years ahead of everyone. And that's true. All of that's true. But how did you research it? <laughs> Could that be controlled too? So what is the purpose of the Epstein story and the timing of it? Well, before I answer that, let me address two things that are very important because this is the first pod being live of 2024. And, uh, I want to set the stage for you. Two things of great significance, obviously October 7th, the Israeli Palestine genocide started. And what is important about Israel? Obviously, you know, biblically, the geography is important. That's where the temple is going to be made. That is of the utmost importance, and our eyes should be on what is happening there. But what's important right now, before the temple is built, the fact of Israel, because we know that is the head of the human snake. And what's important about Israel to us is it has been the great revealer. You get to see who is who by the positions that they take on this. You get to see who is who. And I want to be clear what my position has been from the beginning, and it has not changed. My position, thankfully, wisdom from the Lord, don't take sides. Pray for the innocent. From day one, that has been my position. The other thing important before I talk about the Epstein stuff is that I truly feel, now this is my speculation, but 
this year of 2024, the year of the dragon, by the way, right after they started the seven-year clock countdown to 2030, which is the end of 6,000 years of an old system. Are you following? 2030, the end of 6,000 years. 2,000 years after Christ crucified. Well, 2024 is the first year into that seven-year period, and it is called the Year of the Dragon. And I'm not into astrology or even astronomy, but it's widely reported that we are going into the Age of Aquarius, and that also lines up with the Theosophical writings. In fact, Alice Bailey really says 2025. That's that's the year that uh, things really go into uh, full production, one might say. So this year is the year that we will know which way this is going. We don't know. I have, I have a good idea on where it's going. I have a really good idea uh, just based on uh, insurmountable amount of evidence that I have seen. That's my opinion. I'm not a future teller. But this year, we will know which way it's going. So the purpose of the media and the alternative media letting you know about the Epstein thing. Well, the there's really only two scenarios. So it's really easy when you just apply critical thinking and logical thinking. There are two scenarios that come from this. The first one is that all these guys get arrested and go down. And it's dark to light. The old guard goes down. The new guard rises. With a whole bunch of arrests, executions, you know, whatever. Could it happen that way? It's possible. There's people talking about it. Even Trump is talking about it. He's talking about executing these people. And the mainstream media is saying if Trump gets into power that they're going to be executed. So everyone's saying it. And it's a pattern. Okay? You have to take notice of the patterns. <clears throat> the second scenario is that you have been let know of all these names, of all these super powerful people, and what they have done so that they can get away with it and no justice is served.
Think about that for a second. The worst crimes, and we know there was sacrifice, but even if, the, if you're taking away the occult end of this, just child torture and abuse. And they get away with it. What message does that send to the general population? It says they're untouchable. Their will be done. <laughs> Not your will be done. You know, we can make all kinds of excuses, but Trump was in power from 2016 to 2020. Some say he's still in power. If he's still in power, I wonder why he left the border open. Derek Johnson hasn't answered that, I don't think. But was there justice, even on the low level, like the lower level FBI guys, you know, who did the FISA warrants and all that? No. No justice. That is a psychological operation, folks. <clears throat> Most people are not considering the fact that Trump might not get back into office. Most people didn't consider that fact in 2020 either. Whether he does or whether he doesn't, doesn't really matter. I don't see any escaping from civil unrest, to say it nicely. And by the way, what happens with civil unrest? Well, there's bloodshed. There's blood in the streets. That's man taking justice into his own hands. That's premeditated. Is that of the Lord? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. The other story that is quite big right now is the New Year's Miami mall situation that has happened with, you know, uh, what is it, 60 to 100 police cars being sent to the mall. Apparently it's kids with sticks and fireworks inside the mall. Now, I, I did get a, a note from uh, Sean, one of, uh, one of one in our community. Everyone knows Sean. <laughs> Great guy. Um, he worked in that mall, and he said, no, no. He goes, if there's a bunch of people there and they're armed or whatever, they, the police needed to send that many people. But it's obvious that there is something greater going on here because the mall has cameras everywhere. Every store has cameras. There's CCTV footage. Everyone has cell phones. But there's no video footage. And the power went out to make sure of it. The police scanners went down so people could not hear the operation that was going on.
And now it's being reported, just like it was in Las Vegas, just like it is in Peru, these creatures, eight to ten feet high. And the Christians are saying, it's the Nephilim. The return of the Nephilim CERN has opened the gates and the Nephilim are now walking among us. Maybe. Or maybe people just want to hear that. Why would people want to hear that? Because it confirms your beliefs. It's what you want to believe. Even though it's bad for you. <laughs> Was there creatures there? I don't know. Is it possible? Sure. But now the story is it's all being scrubbed from the internet. So no one can see. It's a cover-up. That, my friends, is a psychological operation. Because now what happens, the mainstream media doesn't touch it. It's scrubbed. It's persona non grata for them. And then it goes over to the alternative media and the conspiracies get wild. It was Sasquatch! <laughs> it's the aliens, man! You know, the hunters might want to see Sasquatch. The New Agers want to see aliens. The Christians want to see Nephilim. <laughs> It fits everyone's dialogue. And it's the government against us again. We need to. <laughs> they want to create chaos so they can bring order out of it. You know, one of the ways they're going to bring order, and I saw videos on it again today. It's official. The fiat system is down. The quantum financial system is up and running. Don't worry, people. It's all good. <laughs> Anyone who's saying that, has to have their head firmly planted where the sun don't shine, folks. When cash ends, and I hate the fiat system, as you should, but we need a form of physical, tradable money. Of course, the alternative right say, well, there's going to be the rainbow notes, the rainbow currency. Okay, maybe. Or are they just tickling ears? Because right now we have hard fiscal currency, but it's rare to see anyone use it. Rare. You have cash in your pocket, but you just tap your card 
or your phone. It's convenient. I don't want to carry loose change. Even if there's rainbow currency or gold coins, it's going away and the bulk of it is stored in ones and zeros on a platform that you cannot access. Only by permission can you access it. The moment that that system goes in, we are even greater slaves to the system. Ladies and gentlemen, this year is going to be very interesting. And I'm going to have one or two more interviews in the near future of people like my guest last night who, you know, have alternative views of things. I don't necessarily agree with them. And I probably don't necessarily agree with my guest I'm going to have next week. But I like to hear what they say because I like to see the patterns. And one of the things I was having a strategy session yesterday for what to do this year with Right On Radio. And one of the things is I really believe teaching to recognize these patterns and false doctrines. You know, you can uh, give a man a fish or you can teach them to fish. And not that I have all the answers, folks. I'm still learning. I, if you've been with the broadcast for a while, you know, I'm, uh, I'm learning right in front of you or right with you. So don't put your trust in me just as I'm telling you not to put your trust in others. I can tell you my yay is my yay, my nay is my nay. I am not bought and paid for. Um, it's obvious if you've been with this channel for a while. But at some point, there's no doubt I will disappoint. I will disappoint you. I will say something really stupid out of emotion or... <laughs> Or I will fall into sin or something, you know. Um, I'm not perfect, folks. And uh, please don't elevate me to a platform where you think I am. I'm exactly who I say I am. I'm a sinner who's trying to do better and who's learning. The one thing I will tell you with integrity is my fear of God is real. And I say that knowing that he is listening. Oh my goodness, I, was, I haven't even been watching my screen. God bless you, Mary and Wendy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is the favor of the Lord. That is the favor of the Lord. So, um... There's two quick stories that I will read to you. Uh, I want to thank Eric for sending these to me. Actually, the, 
Actually, the second one is really long. I might not uh, read the second one, but uh, this one is pretty wild. And the person who posted this, this is from X. Uh, the person is Jonathan. And here's his headline. So, the Clinton Foundation is literally Mossad. <laughs> Not even I had that on my bingo card, but now that changes a lot of things. When going back through our elections network and forensic reports, it's actually more worse than we thought. And then I guess he was forwarding one from Dom Luker, who is very questionable, folks. I don't know Jonathan, but <laughs> this Dom guy. <laughs> Um, on July 6th, 2007, a 23-page letter from Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, Alan Dershowitz, and Gerald Lefcourt stated Epstein was the co-founder of the Clinton Global Initiative, which became the Clinton Foundation. That is true, folks. I've known that for years. The Clinton Foundation is most known for its work with children in Haiti. <laughs> the letter was tied to an ultimately successful bid to negotiate a plea deal before Epstein was charged. Yeah. Does it make sense now? Do you notice why Israel is showing you who is who? And, uh... It's another story, actually, I'm going to read to you. It's a little bit longer, but it's 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 worth it. Um, and thanks again to Eric. Uh, you guys know Eric. He's uh, he's done some of the sermons and stuff on the on the program in the past. But I just want you to listen to the connections and and let me just say this so I don't miss the point. Remember when I said that Epstein? There's two outcomes: they either get away with it or they don't. Well, I want you to listen to this, and then I think it will help you form your opinion of whether they will get away with it or whether they won't. Look, I have my guess. You can have yours. But the evidence piles up very strongly on one side, despite what your alternative media influencers are telling you. So this comes from Jesse E. Bill Gates had Dr. Melanie Walker, who was previously Epstein's scientist, planted at World Bank. She reported to President Jim Kim. Jim Kim was previously at WHO, that's the WHO, before Obama appointed him to World Bank president. While at WHO, Jim Kim signed a partnership between WHO and Clinton Foundation with Ira Magaziner as the signee. The CEO of Clinton Health Access Initiative, Ira Magaziner, was flying on Epstein's plane when making some of these arrangements. Melanie is married to former Microsoft exec 
Stephen Sinofsky, Microsoft was also infiltrated by the Maxwell sisters via ComTouch. Yeah, Galen Maxwell sisters, look them up. Actually, Amazing Polly did a good deep dive on them. <coughs> WEF tech pioneer Isabel Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell, co-founded Israel Venture Network with Clinton's PTAC Ben Hamow. Melanie went from Epstein to who to Gates to World Bank. During Melanie's time at the Gates Foundation, BMGF had partnered with on Belt and Road Initiative Healthcare and BGI on Health Agriculture, whose Ren Minghu was involved with Uyghurs Belt and Road One Health and Family Planning. Chelsea Clinton sits on the Board of Partners in Health. Jim Kim co-founded Partners in Health. Ira Magaziner also flew with Epstein Clinton in 2003 to Beijing shortly after the Clinton Foundation partnered with BioMeru. The stepson of Robert Maxwell's attorney, Anthony Blinken, appointed Epstein flying CIA Gail Smith to be the global vaccine coordinator for Biden. Gail also served as U.S. aid administrator, would have seemingly had a role in money going to EcoHealth, WIV, and Metobiota. Upon being appointed in the Biden admin, she provided billions through COVAX to Gavi. Metobiota, Nathan Wolf, was tied to Ghislaine and Epstein and EcoHealth, One Health, Planetary Health, three separate organizations. Gavi was formed between Gates Foundation and the WEF in 1999. Chelsea Clinton wrote a paper on the Global Fund which highlights some of these ties. Epstein scientist George Church had been working with BGI as well as Personal Genome Project while at Harvard. Epstein founded, funded Harvard's program for evolutionary dynamics. Who's Tedros from Ethiopia appears to have been recruited by Gail Smith. He co-founded IHME, ran at Melanie Walker's University of Washington. IHME provided COVID forecasting for much of the world, including Imperial College of London. Prince Andrew met with Xi, Epstein with Melanie Walker, Peter Nygaard, and Imperial College worked with China. Biomeru groomed Moderna, Moderna CEO, 
who got a DARPA contract upon going to Moderna. BioMaru worked with Ren Minghua to plan Uyghur's healthcare. BioMaru played a role in COVID testing with BioFire. I know this is a lot, folks. Just keep tracking. You'll get the gist of it. Larry Summers wrote a chapter on global disease planning while at World Bank. He advocated for China into World Trade Organization. After serving in the Clinton administration, he gave Epstein access to top scientists at Harvard. As Harvard's president, Larry is on the board of The One Campaign with Gail Smith. <laughs> Boy, these circles are wild, folks. World Bank has promoted changing global finance to coincide with Lynn Rothschild's Inclusive Capitalism, N-A-C-S-A-S-B-E-S-G-D-E-I-E-T-C, all have China ties. Gates' advantages and stem from the World Bank. Jing Dong Hua worked on these at World Bank with Melanie. Lynn was highly involved with Epstein and Ghislaine. She was on the board of First Mark with Microsoft's Nathan Mirvold and Kissinger. Epstein's flying Eric Nonak, specializing in NGOs and pandemics helped Epstein co-found the Clinton Foundation. WEF was founded on Club of Rome Malthusian Idology. WEF Board of Trustee Gore was named on Epstein's Island. Al Gore, Gates, and many of these people are, were Club of Rome. Agenda 21 was founded on Rio Earth Charter, co-authored by Maurice Strong and Gorbachev. Gorbachev and Robert Maxwell tried to co-found a joint science foundation. Robert Maxwell monopolized scientific journals. Gorbachev wanted to use climate for global governance. Bill Barr's dad, Don from OSS, recruited Epstein to teach at Dalton. Anthony Blinken came from Dalton. SOS children had Isabel Maxwell's nephew in the State Department. Epstein Maxwell operations equal global eco and health tyranny. <laughs> And then it just brings on a video of Charles telling how we have to end the climate tyranny. Well, folks, when you look at the complexities of government institutions, which have diplomatic immunity in many cases, non-governmental organizations, 
high-powered CEOs, which are corporations, which a corporation is its own citizen, not the person running it. And when you look at the web that they have weaved throughout this rigged justice system, you tell me if they're going to jail. Now, a lot of people are saying the tribunals are going to happen. It's going to go down one way or another, folks. But 2024 will undoubtedly reveal what way this is going to go. Hey, please join the prayer Saturday night, Telegram, 8 p.m. Eastern, and I will be back on Sunday continuing with the Sermon on the Mount. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your generous support, and uh, thank to all the people who make it here live. It's uh, really meaningful to me, each one of you. Remember, love your God, love your family, including your ROR family. Love your neighbor as yourself and go and make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.